to the Meaningful Marketplace. I'm Sarah Massoni from Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center, where I've helped countless dreamers launch their new food products. It's the science of taking a food delight from the kitchen to mass manufacturing and still keeping its great taste. That's what I do. I've been called the woman with the million dollar palate, although I haven't tried to cash that check yet. Listen in weekly for real life stories. Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce and author of Preservation Pantry, modern canning from root to top and stem to core. I love inspiring business owners to get started on their journeys, encouraging folks to be part of their local community, and I'm excited to help business owners tell their stories. Join us as we explore the journeys of women entrepreneurs in the food and beverage industry. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Missoni and Marshall, a meeting for Marketplace. We are here to help tell the journey of local food makers. This is Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce. And Sarah Masoni of Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hi. <laughs> we had a week off, so I feel like I haven't seen you for a long time. Oh, was it just Thanksgiving? It was just Thanksgiving. Holy what did you do smokes. for the holiday? Well, I did my famous citrusy brined turkey. Oh, yeah. I saw the picture. Do you make it like a little bacon sweater? I did. <laughs> Somebody told me they thought it looked like a doormat. I was like, what? A- Oh, yeah. There Actually, used to be those weaved doormats that were yeah, kind of popular in the 70s. It was Martha Holmberg who said it. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Martha. Thanks, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> so how did it turn out? Was it wonderful? Actually, it was quite wonderful. Good. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. that your favorite thing that you made or did you have a favorite <sighs> bite from I Thanksgiving? I mean, I, Thanksgiving for me is really traditional. So I just have the usual mashed potatoes, gravy, mm-hmm. turkey, yeah. stuffing. We do the opposite. Sweet potatoes. And we don't make anything that's normal Thanksgiving dinner. Oh. Yeah. What did you serve? Well, every year is different. Last Ah. year I did, um, I made tamales with my friend Kumi. And we were going to do it this year, but then I forgot to pick up the masa from Three Sisters. And so we made a quick change of plan. Oh. So instead I did... um, the oven fried chicken from the new Joy of Cooking book, oh. but I marinated it in hot sauce, and then I put Ooh. volcano sparkle in the crust for Ooh. the outside, so it was very spicy, but, you know, my family's all into spicy food, so. Wow. Yeah, it was really fun. Hmm. And then the only other thing that is part of our family tradition is that we make a fancy cocktail. Nice. And so that's all we did. That was it. That sounds out. like a great day. Yeah. It's pretty nice. We had a quiet day, too. It's always nice to hang out with your family. Yeah. I think it's good to, like, some years have a big thing and some years not. But my favorite years are always just when it's mellow. Yeah. I love Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays. Me, too. It's super fun. Well, I'm glad that we're back from our break. Yeah. I missed you. And it's Mm -hmm. good to be back in the studio. Yeah. So we have some food news today, which is mostly, we didn't have anybody submit anything. So I just wanted to tell people about some holiday markets that are going on. There's a lot. There are so many. And anytime that we can shop local or support local, it just helps the spirit of local makers and community stay alive. So we want to encourage people to do that. Um, There are a lot of events starting this weekend. So there's the Portland Night Market, which Mm -hmm. is at 100 Southeast Alder. Uh, there's a Women Makers Night Market also tonight at um, Alter Ego Cider, which is right by the night market. So you could hit Ooh, up both. That's cool. Yeah. So that's at 2025 Southeast 7th. Mm. So you can look up Alter Ego and see more details on that. And then Saturday and Sunday, there are events. Hey Holiday is at Jacobson Salt. Uh, Mercy Corps does a holiday fair from 10 to 4 on Saturday. On NATO? 
Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I've done that one every year. Are you going to be there? I will. Someone? Someone will be there for me. This is one of those weekends where everyone I know is helping me. (laughs) You didn't ask me to help you. (laughs) I figured you would be busy I'll know when you're really hard up if you ask me to help you. Well, I'm, it's usually my family. So like both sets of parents, uh-huh. you know, it just, yeah, it works out. It works out. We just have all our buddies help us out. And then also there is Eat Oregon Now, um, which is the uh, local food holiday fair. And that's at the Red. Yeah. On and that's Saturday. special because all of the getting your recipe to market folks are going to be there oh, in a little cool. special room. So I believe there's going to be up to 15 new companies there. Oh, that's awesome. Are yeah. you going to come to that I one? will be there at the registration table starting at 11. Cool. And so maybe I'll wear like a red coat or something so people can find me. Oh, good. Yeah. Go find Sarah. Say hi. <laughs> I'll be there too at some point and my husband will be there all day. <laughs> so busy week, but uh, you know, go out and support local businesses as much as you can and mm-hmm. buy your gifts locally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Food is the best gift. It is. It's I think so. Gift. Everyone gets so excited about it. Mm-hmm. If you're a food entrepreneur and have a press release for us to announce, you can submit those at startupradionetwork.com and we can help spread the word about your events, new products, and awards. So send those our way. So we are not alone in the studio today. We are joined by Lisa Tran of Tantan Cafe and Delicatessen. Hey, Lisa. Hi, Welcome, ladies. Lisa. Thank you for having me. So we're glad to have you. We're super glad you're here. I also just have to say that I love the word delicatessen, <laughs> and it doesn't get used very often anymore. It's a great word. People always just say deli. Delicatessen. Yeah. Delicatessen. I love it. It seems fancy. It is fancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad you're here, Lisa. Can um, you give us your social media following so anybody can listen? If they're listening, they can find you and follow so you. So everybody can find us on Instagram at Tantan Foods. Um, you can also find us on our website at www.tantanfoods.com or at uh, www.tantancafedeli.com um, and we're also on Facebook oh. just facebook.com That's slash nice. Deli. nice very cool so we want to help you you can find them in Beaverton too because I was there last <laughs> Saturday eating lunch I heard that and I was so jealous that you didn't have me come with you well you can always go with us but we're last minute people so oh, yeah. I don't know how <laughs> You're like, I'm driving by your house right now. Jump in the car. Yeah, my husband (laughs) has a special dish he orders. And then Amy and I always get a special soup with the salad rolls. And we're all happy there. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you know what your husband orders? He gets the, I think it's like a ginger chicken or something with rice. Yeah, it's a lemongrass chicken. Lemongrass chicken. He loves that. Mm -hmm. Yep. What do you And your mom comes over and she's like, No vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, No, I'm a chicken and rice kind of guy. So he loves it. What do you think the most popular dish at the restaurant is? Do you know? So definitely the soups. Oh, We're yeah. really well known for the soups, mm-hmm. like pho, which is beef noodle soup. And we've also got a really great wonton noodle soup. Mm-hmm. It's just it comes down to the broth. And we don't forget our vegan friends. We've got a really nice spicy vegetarian noodle 
soup as well. Do you? So you make your broth from scratch? Yeah, we make oh. our broths from scratch. We, can you tell us a little bit about that process? I know it's it kind of a, a family secret. secret. <laughs> it's a multi-day. Well, we of. use fresh bones from local farms. Um, we order a lot from Carlton Farms here in Carlton, Oregon. Nice. Um, the process is, we've always got a pot on. The process is anywhere from 8 to 12 hours. So mm-hmm. for every single soup, there's always a big 120 gallon. 120 <laughs> gallons in that kitchen? I'm going to make Multiple. you let me come in that kitchen next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I go up to the register and I'm like, What's going on? You're back trying there? to peek. You're trying to peek in there. Yeah, you're like, let never, me back there. They've never let me in their kitchen. And I mean, because our kitchen is actually is it bigger. pretty big? It's bigger than our dining room portion. Ah. Because, and that's where the delicatessen and our name comes from. We produce all of our own pates and hams and meatballs and things. So yeah. We make all of that at the restaurant. They're known that's for so their sandwiches. Cool. Mm-hmm. I haven't been, but I really want to go. So <laughs> that's why I was like, why didn't Sarah take me with her? Well, <laughs> uh, whenever anyone says we need to go shopping in Beaver Time, I'm like, oh. we have to go during the lunch hour. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going to Dan Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about the restaurant because mm-hmm. your parents started it, right? Yep. And you guys just celebrated a big anniversary. Yes. So just yesterday, December 5th, we celebrated our 21st birthday. That is so crazy. (laughs) That is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess we can pop the champagne. Yeah, Yeah, you drink. But we don't have a liquor license, so we can celebrate with bubble tea. Yeah. Yeah. They do have good bubble tea. We get the bubble tea, too, every Mm -hmm. time we go. Yeah. Or the Vietnamese iced coffee. Yeah. Oh, I haven't tried that. I'll have to do that. Did you guys have a big party here? anything you know no you should it was just business as usual <laughs> you need as to go is. back and tell your parents that you need to have a big party 21 years <laughs> is a big deal it I is just, a big deal i just had my 19th anniversary at the food innovation center i totally forgot it was this week too i was like <laughs> what you need to celebrate these things mm-hmm. that's huge that's yeah it's big yeah. to be somewhere that long yeah mm-hmm. That's great. That shows dedication. Yeah. Has the restaurant always been in the same location or has it moved? It has always been in that same location. We're downtown Beaverton, right on Broadway Street. It's this little kitty corner. We've got our own parking lot. Yeah. That's nice. um, And you took out the fire hydrant. We did. Well, actually, a customer took out the fire hydrant with his car. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And then uh, the city just kind of paved over it. That You were probably so happy. Well, yeah. That fire hydrant. (laughs) I think some other people have possibly hit it as well (laughs) yeah not me but if you're trying to park in that parking lot and the fire hydrant Mm -hmm. there it makes it difficult yeah it's in the way to get into the parking lot yeah it's a cute little parking lot and so when you come up to the restaurant the challenge is do you get to park in the parking lot or will you park down the street and so if you get to be in the parking lot it's very special it's a very small lot because keep in mind we're not Portland, but we're downtown Beaverton, so it is downtown, and parking is very scarce, but we have about 10 spots in our lot. Yeah, and it's not hard to find parking. Yeah. It's it's just that it's fun. Yeah, it's just one of our fun things that we, (laughs) oh, we get to be in the parking lot. (laughs) It feels special. It's like valet parking. We feel like VIP. (laughs) (laughs) But it's worth it. Parking, no parking, it's worth it. Yeah, you could even take the max train there if Mm -hmm. you want. 
What made your parents decide to open the restaurant in Beaverton? So it turned out that um, my dad was laid off from Boeing at the time, and my mom was also retired from Nike. And so they were just kind of deciding what to do because we're an immigrant family, and it means that we're always on the go and always working and never resting on our laurels. So um, we had an uncle up in Vancouver, B.C., in Canada, who uh, had recipes for making deli meats, Vietnamese deli meats, and we thought it might be a good business opportunity to bring it down to Portland because people would travel from here to Canada to buy our deli meats up there. And so we're like, well, let's just bring it to the United States and see how it goes. So that's so cool. And so, so at the restaurant, people can buy, they can come eat mm-hmm. meals. And you're open for we're open lunch. seven days a week from nine until nine. Oh wow! We're just closed at six on Mondays. That, so. That's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> I didn't know you're open till nine. Nine to nine every day. Nine to nine every day. And so people can come in and, and, and have a meal, but mm-hmm. they can also buy yep. the meat. You can buy sliced Vietnamese ham. You can buy a pound of pate. You can buy sausage patties, so beef meatballs. We have all of that available. That's so cool. I can't that wait to go cool. in. cool. I mean, I want to go right now, except <laughs> I can't because I'm too busy today. <laughs> treat, treat yourself next week. I will. I will for sure. I'm coming in. What days are you there? I'm there. It's sporadically. I'm yeah. there quite a bit. So she okay. was there chances are time. I will see you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to text you and make sure you're there. Yes. So I was doing some of my usual web sleuthing. <laughs> <laughs> and I found out that uh tan tan means new beginnings. It does. So what was the new beginning that your parents named it after? So tan tan literally means new new in Vietnamese and then we just kind of adopted it as the new beginnings. Um my parents and I are immigrants. Our family are a family of immigrants. My parents are from southern Vietnam, from Saigon, which is now called Ho Chi Minh City, but it'll always be Saigon in our hearts. Um, they left after the fall of Saigon in 1976, and they arrived at a refugee camp in Indonesia, where I was born. And we came to the United States in 1981, and we landed in Beaverton, and we've been there ever since. And, um, you know, as immigrants and being in a new country, everything is new. And it was a chance to kind of live in a new country to experience more freedom, not having that cloud of communism hanging over us. Mm-hmm. And it was a chance for my parents to raise kids and give us the opportunity that we couldn't have been afforded in Vietnam. Yeah. And so when they opened the restaurant, they called it Tan Tan for a new beginning because they've never run a restaurant before. They've never run their own business before. So it was a very apt name. That's a, that's a great name. It's so cheerful. Yeah, I really like it. <laughs> I, like I loved it. that story, too. They have it on their website. And so I'm glad that you came to tell it. Mm-hmm. Um, do your parents feel like the new beginning was what they wanted and what they were after? It. We honestly didn't know what we wanted yeah. or what we were after. It was just um, a way to kind of have... A living and provide a, a you know a sense of income for our family at mm-hmm. the time when my dad didn't have a job and um, 
it just kind of turned into this little thing. We've never advertised for the restaurant, but mm-hmm. it was just word of mouth. Mm, yeah. And ever since then, it's just been word of mouth because we couldn't afford advertising yeah. in the beginning. And um, it's been quite an adventure. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. When did you get involved in the business? Um, so I've been involved since I was a kid. Yeah. And I would come here before school. I would come to the restaurant before school and come after school and do my homework there. But um, it was... My parents never really wanted us kids to be part of the restaurant just to help out, but they wanted us to be doctors or lawyers Mm or, you know, why they escaped their country to give us a better life. But I just couldn't shake being apart from the restaurant. When I was a kid, I played restaurant with my cousins. We would have um, our lemonade stands and I had to have my cash register. So I loved it. And my parents really made sure that I was a big part of making decisions. I came up with a logo for the restaurant. We came up with their menu and it was a really great experience. And I just have never left. (laughs) (laughs) That's powerful. Yeah. Now, I remember when you first came to see me at the Food Innovation Center, you're like a different person from them. (laughs) So I'm wondering, like, what changed from when we started working on your sauces Mm -hmm. to now? Why are you so different? What what happened? Different. You, like, blossomed, like, into this. (laughs) You were so shy. Or maybe you were just shy because you were in the kitchen with me. I don't think that could be it. I think I am still a bit shy. Um, But when it comes to restaurant or my family or even the sauces, it's... I'm very passionate about that, mm-hmm. and it's very personal. Yeah. And so I think it's easier for me to kind of just lose myself in that. Get excited. Get excited mm-hmm. about it, because it's very exciting to be able to share not just this adventure that I'm experiencing right now with other people, but also share flavors mm-hmm. with everyone else, which is kind of a big part of why my parents love our restaurant and love our food and love meeting customers and how we're so comfortable with even coming up to you and Michael and being, hey, why are you not eating your vegetables? (laughs) 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 Because, you know, it's our food. And a lot of times I think food is a big unifying source and it brings us together. Everybody needs to eat. Yeah, it's a common um, language. mm, Yeah. But I think when I came to you to develop the sauces for retail, I was kind of in a bit of a I think it was after you had your kids. Mm -hmm. And so you were like coming out of that mom thing Mm -hmm. that we all sort of go through where we're like, am I still a real person? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, very true. So at the time, we had another location up in Vancouver. Yeah. So I ran that restaurant at the time. Mm -hmm. And like Sarah mentioned, I I just had kids so when I came to you my kids had just turned one yes yeah, I have twins that's Grace probably what it was Whew. yeah yeah and so just kind of it you know the sauces and our retail line just came out of the fact of I'm a mom now the restaurant mm-hmm. lifestyle isn't necessarily conducive to um a it's a family. lot of work yeah mm-hmm. it's a lot of work mm-hmm. being you know seven days a week 12 14 hours a day so um it was just a really kind of a outlet for me to express a different part of my life. Let's talk about your sauces. Yeah, let's talk about it. So Lisa brought us these like celebrity gift bags yeah, full VIP. of sauce. I feel like so special right yeah, now. Yeah, so cool. Um, they have these um, bags with their beautiful 
uh, logo, and I want to talk about the logo really quick. So you said you designed it, mm-hmm. right? And did you do the drawings that are on the bottles? No. So the drawings um, are made by a local artist named Kat O'Dell. It was um, kind of a collaboration with Paper Moon Creative in how to evoke um, our family's heritage in a bottle. So, mm-hmm. you know, as well as anybody, when you're a consumer in a store, a customer, and you're just looking at the vast shelves right. to see we wanted something to catch customers' That's what eyes. That's differentiation. Really yeah. love about it is that it kind of tells your story and your heritage like in the bottle and the stories on the side with the drawings and the Mm -hmm. logo like it all comes together to create this beautiful art piece and story of history so Mm -hmm. I really love it you guys did a great job with those labels they're so wonderful yeah it's got an image of a traditional Vietnamese woman who happens to be my mom that's your mom mom. that's so So cool she's on a bike and that's how that was her mode of transportation to school when she was in Vietnam as a schoolgirl and she's wearing the traditional Vietnamese ao yai which is the long dress mm-hmm. that was her uh, uniform to school and we thought it was apt to have that on the label because especially as Tian Tian means new beginnings it's her on her way to her new beginning yeah and also we wanted to evoke a new beginning for customers who don't know us, but would like to try. So this is kind of a new culinary beginning for people, too. So you have four sauces. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so beautiful. And which one's your favorite? Oh, yeah. gosh, it's like asking me to choose between my kids. Oh. <laughs> They're all very, very good. They're all very different. Yeah. Um, you can use them for different um, meals, different preparations. They are all meant to be all-in-one sauces where... We have fresh garlic, fresh shallots, fresh ingredients in there. So, um, like, if you're using one for stir-fry, you wouldn't necessarily need to bring in garlic or shallots. Yeah. You would just need to add the sauce. Yeah. And you're ready to go. Let's try some of them. What do you want to try first, Sarah? Well... It's not going to be the hot chili sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say hot chili sauce. I think you have to taste it. Oh, yeah. I've had it. So I'll taste it first. You My want to try personal first? favorite is the hoisin because that one, Lisa and I had to work really hard to make that. And that mm. is a really good product. Yeah. All right, I'm going to try the chili sauce. Sarah's not going to try it. I don't have any spoons, so I'm just going to stick my fingers in (laughs) it. So I guess the celebrity gift bag really is for me because I'm going to drink it. Yeah. Mm, I love it. So are you making all the sauce yourself, Lisa? So we are no longer making these particular sauces. Sarah's got, she's drinking it from the bottle. Sarah's taking a swig of hoisin <laughs> sauce right now. I, lo- I love the chili sauce because it, it is spicy, but it also is very flavorful. You have all kinds of other stuff going on in there, mm-hmm. and I really like it. It's so good. I yeah. I think I've I use this the most if I'm just, you know, stir frying some vegetables or something mm-hmm. like that. I just keep it in the fridge and take a little spoonful and, and pull it out. The yeah. hoisin sauce and the mom sauce, what I do is I put it in the bottom of a lettuce cup and then I put oh, yeah. whatever goodies on top of it and sort of eat it as a Yeah. It's really good. Do people ever tell you strange things that they do with the sauces where you're <laughs> like, I would never think of that? Well, we have my kids are actually pretty much good taste testers mm-hmm. of the oh, sauces so that's good. they prefer the hoisin sauce over ketchup 
So they oh, will eat the hoisin fries. sauce with fries. Ooh, and yeah. for, I'm going to try that. Yeah, that for good. chicken nuggets and things like that. My kids will dip yeah. their apples in the I peanut sauce. Amy's favorite right now is actually the Vietnamese sweet fish sauce. Mm-hmm. And it says fish on it, but there's no fish in it. There's I no know, fish. Let's talk about that one because <laughs> about I it. didn't know about this sauce now, until I today. I didn't help you with this one. You did this all on your own. Yes. And I, I always think about that. I must have taught her something when we were in the kitchen together. <laughs> I've learned so much from you, and I'm still learning from you, Miss Sarah. That's cool. Yeah, so our line of sauces are pretty special. They are the very first vegan-certified and gluten-free certified Vietnamese sauces on the market ever. That is cool. So it's very exciting. Um, And so when we were going in with our sauces, we started off with the trio, the hoisin, the peanut, and the hot chili. And Miss Sarah Massoni was such an integral part of this whole process because we had these recipes, but you know, you can't just cook it in your kitchen and put it on the shelf because there's things like water and pH and acidity and all that stuff that I did not know that you had to have. (laughs) That's called food science. Yes. And so when I went to Sarah, you know, she said, let's do this. And we had to swap out ingredients. We had, she yeah. has a whole lab in her food innovation That's center, right. so we were able to cook up a batch and just put it under the tester and get it tested. And yep. it was an amazing process. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, we introduced the fish sauce, which is our next most popular sauce from the restaurant. And it's actually, uh, there's no fish in it. There's no fish. No. It's uh, sea salt, which is kind of our secret. It gives it that little brininess. Briny taste. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a little commercial break, and we're going to come back and try some fish sauce. Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the Food Innovation Center are proud sponsors of the Meaningful Marketplace. Committed to serving all Oregonians with the mission to advance the science that lives at the crossroads of conservation and production. We are inspired by the creativity of food innovation, new economic opportunities, and new experiences, because food brings people together. All right, we're back, and we're going to try some vegan fish sauce. So here's you got to drink this one. Here, Sarah, Shake I just up. opened this one. We you can, want me to drink out of yours? Yeah, we can share. What? Share these. Okay. <laughs> Am I going first or you? Yeah, you okay. can go first. So um, the th- the reason I love that you have come out with this product is that um, I was explaining to you earlier, <laughs> Sarah's taking a swig of fish sauce. Um, I Ooh, love, that's good. <laughs> I love that fish sauce is in things, and I totally understand why it's there. But I have a shrimp allergy, and so sometimes, especially if it's an off-brand fish sauce, which people will use in restaurants, they use like... Um, Shrimp stock or something well, like that. Buy shrimp shells of this yeah. stuff it's that just has like all the flavor and fishy that. things. Mm-hmm. But I have a reaction to it a lot of times, and what happens with that is that I break out in hives, mm-hmm. and so it's always a terrible experience for me. So I have just sworn off fish sauce, but now I don't have to because I can have yours. <laughs> it's so I'm good. I'm so excited. I'm gonna take a drink. Is this your first <laughs> taste of it? You yeah, have. I've never had it. I didn't oh. even know she had it <laughs> what? until she came in today, and I was like, you. You just maybe changed my life because now I can go back to having it. Oh, that's good. 
Oh yeah, yeah, because I've met. Sarah. I love it. It's yeah. so good. It's yeah, because I met you and um, your husband Dirk mm-hmm. through the years as we're demoing and at yep. shows. We've so. been table na- neighbors yes. a lot, so yes. I've seen your stuff and had it and mm-hmm. love it. But I didn't know about. I, I guess I haven't seen you in the last year because the yeah. fish sauce is a year old, right? It's been about? a year. We launched last June, actually, so yeah. a little more than a year. Yeah. What's yeah. the hardest part about launching a? F- of a new brand. A new brand. Yeah. Do you have a couple of words of wisdom for us? I would say the time that is needed mm-hmm. to devote to your sauce because mm-hmm. one of the biggest pieces of advice that I got was from Chris Churchland, who's the buyer from New Seasons, is that mm-hmm. congratulations, you're in all of our new seasons, but that's only 50% of the work. So the other 50% is you having to go out there and selling it, which I think is the biggest piece of advice because mm-hmm. just because they put you on the shelf doesn't mean that it'll sell itself. Right. So you need to put in the time to demo and to teach and, teach and educate. Yep. Aren't you at Safeway too? We are. So That's great. we recently got into all of the Safeway and Albertsons in Oregon and Washington. That's big. That's so awesome. So that's kind of our big big push out there but we are we, we love our local partners are you demoing in Safeway no I don't I don't think I ever see demos there very much I don't think so. no but I think it's moving towards that mm. but we're not participating in that yet yeah I saw you there are you in Fred Meyer too not yet not yet that's a good one to work on next yeah can people order your sauces online? We are working on that. We're working on the direct-to-consumer um, and working on the Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, locally, people can always order and come pick it up at the shop oh, in yeah. Beaverton. Um, but we are still, there's a lot of pieces. Like I said, the biggest challenge would probably be the time devoted to nourishing a retail business. Yeah. That's always a challenge. <laughs> yeah, it gets tricky. Time. And if you start d- selling it yourself, if um, you know, if you, if you're used to just shipping it off to stores, it's a little mm-hmm. bit easier than when if you if you start to sell it yourself, even through Amazon, but on your website, you have to be the one that's packaging it up, unless mm-hmm. you are paying someone else to do the provide that service, or... and that's not always cheap. <laughs> no, it's tricky. Yeah. So then maybe you have to have a warehouse to store things. I mean, there's just so many pieces. There's a lot to of To get pieces. that part going. Do you when, use Beeline? We do. Oh, tell us about that. Oh, Beeline is this amazing, um, I want to say, like, logistical delivery service. Mm-hmm. So they take care of all of our deliveries to all of the new seasons, including the couple locations up in Seattle. Whoa. That we're also in. So That's cool. Beeline is a wonderful, wonderful resource in Franklin, Jones, who runs Beeline, is an amazing person. So, do you warehouse stuff there too, so it's ready for them. To I don't warehouse stuff. You drop there. it in. I just bring it care. in. Mm-hmm. I bring it in, and then they just take care of everything, and they send me a magical invoice <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Hey, it's business, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's local, and they're really they're a really great company. Mm-hmm. Can you walk us through what a typical day looks like for you? <laughs> My typical day probably begins at 6 a.m. Mm. with a cup of coffee, and then I have to get my kids up and ready for school. Um, I live all the way out in Happy Valley, so deep, deep southeast, and then they go to school in the West Hills, so it takes us about 45 minutes to an hour to get that way. Yep. Drop them off at school, and then I just head into the restaurant. 
So um, in that typical day, I work at the restaurant from probably 9 until 5 or 6, get off, pick up the kids, go home, put them to bed, and then that's when I start on the sauces, where I look over orders, do with all the invoicing, get all of the delivery schedules together, and then just try to answer as many emails as I can mm. before I pass out at one or two in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and you do a lot of cooking at home too, I think. Um, I used to do more. Oh, you did more. Yes, but now I don't really have that much time. Mm. And it's so easy to be at the restaurant and just bring out, take oh, out. So I just take what you need yeah. for the meal. That's yeah. nice. <laughs> the, um, your life sounds similar to mine. And people are always surprised by the time that I send emails mm-hmm. because you look I, at midnight. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. My, I always feel like my prime time is midnight. It's yeah. like when I get, I have all my best ideas. Mm-hmm. It's when I send the most emails and catch up on everything. And then people in the morning will like answer me and then I'll be like, okay, great. And they're like, wait. You just sent this email, and then now you're answering me again. Like, when do you sleep? <laughs> and the answer is really, it's very little. Very, <laughs> I sleep very, very little, little because yeah. I need to be doing all of these things. And it's like it's when a life you have, choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you have a family and a business, and that's just sort of the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people just know that. When you get those midnight emails from us... It's when we're at our best. It <laughs> it's is. the only time that we can do it. <laughs> and it's, the house is nice and quiet, mm-hmm. and there's no kids running around. Yeah, it's like when no I can think. Yeah, totally. I also okay, text Sarah so at midnight. <laughs> most people are like ironing at midnight, but you all are sending emails and Well, I don't iron. My dryer has a setting that I can put oh, things in and okay. it like steams okay. it. <laughs> people don't really iron anymore. No. <laughs> I don't think so. I only had an iron for like craft projects. Uh-huh. And then every time I would plug it in, it would set off the smoke alarms because it had melted crayons all oh. over it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's my only form of ironing. Tell us about mom's sauce. Oh, mom's hot chili sauce. So it's special. Yes, it is very special. So originally I came um, to the getting a recipe to market class with the recipe for the mom's hot chili because customers bought that the most. We sell pho to go in 32-ounce tubs, and so we would have customers coming in and asking to buy a tub of mom's hot chili sauce what <laughs> and 32 so ounces 32 a 32 ounce Whoa, soup container that's a great size to sell actually hot chili sauce yes mm-hmm. we were making no money on that <laughs> no i was gonna say it would have to cost like 60 dollars <laughs> or more yeah 200 dollars yeah. <laughs> so um yeah and so we were like well this seems to be the sauce that people buy the most of and then when we got into the getting your recipe in a market class, um, it turned out that it would be easier if you had a trio of sauces. And Sarah said, well, what other sauces do you have? So I came prepared with all these other ingredients and um, sauce recipes. So we ended up launching all three, but the Mom's Hot Chili Sauce is a very special uh, product because it really is my mom's hot chili sauce. It's she her actually, secret sauce. Yeah. yeah. She actually developed it to go well with our beef meatballs. Oh. So um, that's how it happened. It's got a couple of different chilies in there. There's the Thai bird's eye chilies that give it that initial kick. And then we have some habaneros, which 
kind of bring on that residual sweet heat. That's why I love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool that you are helping to continue to tell your family's story in this Mm -hmm. new way. So you're bringing these recipes that people could only really have in the restaurant before into people's homes. Mm -hmm. Are your parents super proud of you for doing this? My parents are... um, they're supportive. But well, I'm super proud of you for doing <laughs> this. I'm way I'm proud of her. That it is beautiful that you're bringing your family into all of these people's homes. Right. Thank yeah. you. It's yeah. so easy to create a whole new meal experience in a home where every Monday night we have tacos. Now yeah. we can like take the sauce and do this the lettuce cups with the be- ground beef or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. and suddenly have a whole new taste experience. And you know with our sauces, they are Vietnamese sauces, but they go well with a lot of other cuisines. Mm-hmm. Um, our friends at Piazza Italia, Amy, the owner, loves our hot chili sauce. So for a while, she would put a little dollop of the hot chili sauce in her red sauce as a special, and that was really mm. tasty. And then she's, we've also like collaborated with other restaurants around town to bring out our sauces to other cuisines and That's other customers. Cool. That's That's really awesome. So we tried the mom's hot chili sauce, which is my favorite. Tried the fish sauce, which has now changed my life so I can have fish sauce again. Did you try the hoisin? I didn't try the hoisin. Go ahead. Try it. It's so good. (laughs) I think I've definitely had this one from you before, but I want to try it again because I forget. So hoisin sauce is traditionally a Chinese barbecue sauce. Yum. But... We use a lot of hoisin sauce in Vietnamese cooking Mm -hmm. and as a condiment. It usually sits on the table of every pho restaurant you go to because you add it to your pho. But we are introducing the first Vietnamese hoisin sauce. So the flavors are a little bit more nuanced. We have a lot of spices in there like fennel and cardamom and coriander. And licorice. Yes. So it kind of um, reflects the French colonization in Vietnam. Um, and so it's a little, it's not as salty, it's a little bit more mild than a Chinese hoisin sauce, but it goes really great with Vietnamese food and Vietnamese pho. I mm. really like it. And do you find that you have to kind of educate people on what to do with it? And I have. People are always like, yeah, what do I do with this sauce? And um, and that's where the demos are very important. Yeah. So when I demo it restaurant or at uh, grocery stores or at shows I tend to cook things that are easy mm-hmm. for people to do at home this weekend at Eat Orion Now we'll do lettuce wraps with um, crumbled tofu and veggies and awesome sauce, I'm so. coming to your booth for sure because <laughs> no. I probably won't have lunch <laughs> you might keep me alive at that show <laughs> well I I love this one and then we have peanut, peanut sauce, sauce. I just had a taste her? of it it's really tasty mm-hmm. so our peanut sauce we use coconut milk in our peanut sauce it's also vegan so it gives it that kind oh, of yeah. that caramelized um, creaminess mm-hmm. and it's just a very mild creamy yep. flavor. Put in some fresh chopped up peanuts and serve it with your salad mm-hmm. rolls. It's so good. Or if it, you like chicken, you can brush it on a roasted chicken oh. and it kind of caramelizes. And that's, oh, yeah, that's tasty. a great idea. Mm-hmm. I'm try I that. like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And our sauces go well together. So you can mix the hot chili with the peanut and make it a spicy peanut sauce or oh. mix the hoisin sauce with the hot chili and make it into a spicy stir-fry sauce so oh yeah a lot of things 
I'm trying to think of what I did with your peanut sauce because I had some that I just finished the bottle of. Oh, I made a soup. And it wasn't even a Vietnamese soup. It was like um, a recipe for uh, like a African peanut soup. Yeah. Oh, African peanut soup. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. So good. And it was so good. And we don't, my daughter doesn't like peanut butter, so we never have peanut butter. And so I used that instead because the mm. recipe called for peanut butter. And it was so good. It was, <laughs> I'm sure it was even better than the recipe, the original recipe, because it had so much more All flavor those, than just yeah, peanut butter. Extra you know? spices and stuff. Yeah. In there. It turned out really good. It's good. Super into it. If there's mm-hmm. one thing you could tell an entrepreneur out there or aspiring entrepreneur out there, Lisa, what would it be? I think it would just be follow your heart and follow your instincts. If people aren't very attuned to the sauce or you feel like they're not feeling it, but you have a passion for it, just keep at it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, everybody has a different opinion or a different taste, but if it's something that you truly believe in, just go for it. Go for it. You have nothing to lose. You're starting from zero anyway, so you really don't have anything to lose. Yeah. But just if you have a passion for it, just follow your heart and you know you know your products more than anybody does. That's true. So That's true. I think that's really good advice because sometimes people tend to stand in their own way a little bit. So mm-hmm. they have maybe an idea, but then they also have a reason to not try it or not yeah. do it. And I think the best thing that we can do for each other in this community is is to support those ideas and, yeah. and just be each just other's cheerleaders and yes. be like, you can do this. Don't overthink it. Like, don't get caught up in the minutia of, oh, I should have done this. I could have do this or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It keeps you from doing anything. You just got to go for it. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, your, your family story is really inspiring because they started something completely new not really knowing what was going to happen and then you did the same thing but you know for the next generation so yeah. you're you know <clears throat> instead of having you still have the restaurant you're still doing the restaurant but then you also have this awesome product line it's really yeah. cool thank you nice. yeah i'm into it um so what do you have any favorite events that you do because oh, i know you gosh. said you're going to be at eat organ now this weekend yep so we're at eat organ now we also have a pop-up in downtown beaverton at the beaverton night market bazaar oh, cool. oh. and it's a really wonderful event it's like downtown beaverton right off of i think hall and first street um you should all check it out it's open on the weekends fridays through sundays from now until the last weekend of december cool. um and it's from makers and of all over Oregon. Is so it in the street or a park? Or? It's in an old dance building. Oh, so on the corner there. On the corner there, yeah. Oh. So everybody go check it out. It's really nice. But I want to say hands down my most favorite event that I've been, ever been part of in Portland is the My People's Market. Yeah. It's a really wonderful oh. event from makers of color. And we do two events a year, one in the summer, one in the winter. We just had one a couple of weeks, uh, couple ago. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And it's really great because a lot of these people just, you know, have have these really traditional wares, whether it be dolls from their country or woven mats or, you know, we have a sauce from Somalia that somebody makes. And it's just a really wonderful way to taste international flavor and try international clothes and get henna done in one place. So it's a really wonderful 
Community. And when is the next one? Do you know? Um, that information hasn't been sent out okay. yet, but it'll probably be next summer. We'll make sure to talk about it when it's coming up and let people know as um, part of our food news segment because it is such a wonderful market. Have you ever been to it, Sarah? I have not gone. We should go together. It's really fun. Yeah. There's so many good... Bucket list. There's probably <laughs> a lot of people that you already know there, but I, I didn't know them. a lot of people that were there, and mm. it was really cool because it's not just food. There's mm-hmm. other things, yeah. too. It's Jewelry a cool and yeah. leather goods, mm-hmm. so yeah. pretty great things. It's pretty cool. awesome. All right, we want to make sure to send people directly to you to buy your sauce and to visit your restaurant. Can you tell us the address, just so people know? So our restaurant address is 12675 Southwest Broadway Street in Beaverton. You can also reach us online at www www.tantancafedeli.com or tantanfoods.com. Nice. Perfect. Everyone should go into the restaurant. I'm going to go. Everyone should go at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's um, have a big party. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to celebrate your 21 years in business. We will cheers with bubble tea <laughs> and Vietnamese coffee. There you go. So we're going to wrap up in these final minutes. Any thoughts that you have or anything that you want to talk about that you didn't talk about? No, I just want to thank you both for this opportunity, and I'm excited to see everybody out there, whether it be on demos or at shows, and please feel free to say hi. We look forward to seeing everybody at the restaurant as well. Awesome. Well, we're so glad that you're here today, and thank you for all the wonderful, beautiful sauces. Mm -hmm. It makes me want to go home and cook some food right now. (laughs) Me too. I know what I'm making for dinner. What are you making? Something with sauce. <laughs> of course. Sarah is going to get saucy. I'm going to be saucy. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. We record Masoni and Marshall inside of Ned Space. Tune in live every week, Fridays at 9 a.m. We are now up on iTunes Woo-hoo. and SoundCloud, so you can listen to all of our past episodes. Thank you to Alon, our audio engineer, and our production assistant, Chelsea. If you want to be a guest on the show, so Submit a press release at startupradionetwork.com, or you could just message Sarah and I, Mm -hmm. and we would love to have you. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for coming in this morning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. Committed to serving Oregonians with the mission of advancing science that lives at the crossroads of conservation and production. Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the Food Innovation Center are inspired by the creativity of new food development. We strive to find new flavors, new economic opportunities, new experiences, and honor diversity. We are proud sponsors of the Meaningful Marketplace because good food brings people together. You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen. Learn. Launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.